Hello and welcome to episode 103 of NOLA Time. My name is Tobit Velez and with me is the man that thinks that he can win just because he has the high ground, Mr. Julian. <laughs> What's good, OB Bed Kenobi? That didn't go as well as I wanted. <laughs> OB <laughs> Obed One Kenobi. You want to buy some death sticks? We'll talk about death sticks. <laughs> I might look like C three PO then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, death sticks for C three PO. Uh, Joe, what's going on, man? How are you, man? I'm doing really good. I'm glad to be with you, man. Here on the show, uh, you know, we we've had we had an all really great episode since our episode 100. So it's been great. I've been going back and actually just listening to a few episodes and just taking joy and delight. I think our last episode was a great one. So guys, if you if you missed out on it, go back check it out for sure. Uh, but yeah, dude, since that time, uh, been a lot of interesting stuff. We'll talk about a little bit here for a second, but you know, Florida, as we're recording this right now, Florida's, uh, in the midst of mass preparation for a, a, a hurricane and not just a hurricane, but possibly a, a, a strong hurricane that could be hitting us. Potential category four hurricane coming to our area. That's strong. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, b- prediction is that by the time it goes, um, comes around this area, it'll be category one, but nonetheless, it's still a pretty potent storm. So if you're in Florida, guys, you better have some water because there's like no water anywhere already. <laughs> no water, no bread. No water, no, yeah, except rye bread. I'd rather <laughs> eat wet cardboard. It's awful. <laughs> I don't know we invented our rye bread. It's like bread is too good. Let's make it bad. <laughs> this invented rye bread. I don't know. Get, get ready for the rye bread fans to write in. <laughs> it's probably the same person that put pineapple on a pizza. Oh, I like pineapple on the pizza, man. Uh, podcast I, is over. That's it. That's it. Shut it down. It. No, Joel and I are no longer friends. Plug, plugging out my mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I don't. I, I mean, I I get it. I, I get how some people oh, yeah. like the sweet. In between, you know, the the savory and the pizza, not me. Just I just need the meats on it. That's it. <laughs> the good. meats, meats, the occasional green pepper. But yeah, oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. Um, yeah, again, if you're in Florida, guys, take care. So yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Joe, not much. Going, yeah, no, not much going on on my end either. I mean, I know that um, I've been mentioning Resident Evil Two remake. Uh, still playing a bit of that playing a little bit of Battlefront. Um, That's pretty much been it, man. I mean, it's been... uh, Last four weeks at work have been pretty busy. Um, So even even with that, I just go back to, like, my my comfort food of gaming, basically. It's just going back to Battlefront. Um, Going back to... Now I've played Resident Evil, which is really good. Um, Can't say enough good things about about that game, Joe. It's definitely... uh, Definitely up there. I mean, with... um, with RE4, RE4 is one of my favorite games ever. This is very close because it's basically taking the RE4 formula and making the game actually difficult because RE4 is not really, it's not necessarily a hard game. You do have more than enough tools to get your way around, you know, the village and the castle and, and you know, eventually the other section of the game. So this one definitely... They, it ramps up the difficulty. Uh, died a few times. You know, it's 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 good because it's difficult, uh, not overly difficult. I mean, it's not 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 one of those things that it's impossible. 
uh, but it's challenging, and I and I appreciate that. So I haven't played a game that's that you know was been challenging in a while. I know I never played God of War in like harder difficulties. I heard it's really good because the definitely ramps up the challenge. But um, from a straight up grab the game and play uh, point of view, I think this is like perfectly balanced. It does have a professional or hardcore mode where you actually need to use the ink ribbons to save like the old school RE games. And uh, I think you take more damage, something else that's like less ammo. It's like, there's already a dude. It's like, I'm already like out of ammo and, it's, <laughs> and, and I've missed very few shots. I mean, I've, I've been pretty good at conserving ammo, but you know, anything moves, I'll shoot at it. <laughs> it's not, it's 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 like RE4, right? RE4, RE4 was like that. Just anything that shoots, just just shoot it. It's fine. But it's fantastic, man. I highly recommend it. Very good, very good. Yeah. Any anything new on your end? No, man. That that's about it. I mean, I do think it's important that we update the podcasters that in consideration with uh, weather conditions as well as some other things that that are personally going on. Uh, we are not going to have an episode for sure this coming week. For sure. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, hopefully the week after. Oh, yeah. yeah. Reconvene. I remember uh, when Hurricane Irma went by and and we were recording. Uh, I think that was our first year. Yeah, that was our first year recording. That's right. And, man, I broke my back like that same morning after the hurricane. And you had the drugs. I had the drugs, bro. (laughs) Go back and listen to that episode. The death sticks. Yeah, one of well, yeah one of the episodes back in September of 2017. See, I'm <laughs> I'm super loopy on that one. It's awesome. <laughs> it's not like I can you know actually dictate, but you can tell that there was something going on. I was in a lot of pain though, so oh yeah, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Don't hurt yourself, man. No, I'll try. I'll try to keep it legit this time. Joe, we got a bunch of stuff, man. Uh, we're gonna jump right into it. D23 happened, and a lot of the things that we love got a pretty significant update and you know, on pretty much all ends. Um, do you want to start with Star Wars? Let's go for it. Okay. So I think the first thing that I saw was the Rise of Skywalker footage that came out. It was, it was a special look is what they were calling it, right? It wasn't necessarily uh, look, yeah, yeah. It wasn't necessarily a trailer. Nope. And and um, we dissected this thing. Uh, we <laughs> we went in and actually sat down and dissected it, and and we have our opinions. But Joel, what do you think of the footage? Uh, first of all, what do you think of that first uh, half of it? That was basically a tribute to the uh, to the saga. I love it, and it's consistent. And it's consistent with the first teaser that we had, right? The first teaser makes it clear every generation has a legend, and you hear, you know, Luke talking, and it cuts into that later on in this trailer as well. The exact same thing that he's saying, but in the first half of that trailer or teaser, a little spot that we got to a special look, right? Like we got to see, um, you know, first the original trilogy. Then we saw some of the prequel trilogy, so and the then prequel. it cuts, cuts right into the new. And on, yeah, that's the first time they've acknowledged it to yeah. that extent. Yeah, because Disney's been very 
I don't want to say protective. I, I don't think protective is the right word. I think they were trying to sort of move away from what the prequels were or, yeah. or, or what some people thought about the prequels. And which is interesting because I, I've, I've, I've watched the trailer maybe a dozen times because I've went back and watched a bunch of reactions. And I like to watch reactions because I like how everyone goes, oh, it's great that they acknowledge the prequels. And it makes me want to friggin' flip a table, bro. Because it's like, you've been bashing the prequels for 15 years. And now it's like, oh, it's great to see the prequels. Come on, guys. That's actually, that's the whole reason why Disney did what they did because of a large outcry. So... Yeah, it's interesting to see that the change of perspective. But to but with them, what they showed, I, I mentioned this to you a bit when we watched it. I said I felt like the the footage they showed from the original trilogy and the prequels, I felt it was very intentional. Those clips that they showed, I didn't feel yeah. like it was just any random top moments or something. I felt like it was very intentional what they showed us. Yeah, I think they're. I mean, of course, this is the Rise of Skywalker, right? So it was very focused on Luke and Leia. And then very focused on Anakin. Uh, and we got Qui-Gon. Yes, we did. And the trailer, which could... And Maul. Yeah, and Darth Maul, which, I mean, Darth Maul circles back at the end, right? Right. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get into that in a minute. But I think just showing Qui-Gon means that there, there something Qui-Gon related will be revealed at... Um, uh, episode nine. I don't want to get my hopes up, but but I think that potentially we'll get something. I mean, there's there's loose ends from the end of Revenge of the Sith regarding Qui Gon that that definitely need to be addressed. So uh, so I'm happy to see him back. Um, and then we get into the the yeah the new the footage for the uh, for episode nine and um okay so. That first shot's really good with uh you know the the crew looking at what seems to be as some sort of event. I'm not sure exactly what it was. So I mean I'm gonna I'm not gonna say, oh that could be this, that could be that, because I, I don't know what it is. No idea. Uh, there is some sort of like big event going on. So it's uh, like a festival or something. Exactly. It reminds me a lot of the pod race. Yeah. Uh, you know, a pod races, but I mean I, I could def- I could be wrong, of course. So it reminds me a bit of that. There's the, uh, the, I think the shot, the first shot that, that we can probably talk about, dude, is uh, 3PO with the red eyes, with the death sticks, as, as I called it. So it's funny because I texted you the, the thing with the death sticks and then the memes started showing up. Yep, <laughs> you were the first person I heard it from. It was like, 3PO got some death sticks. <laughs> and very interesting to see 3PO with the red eyes. Um, but we went back, and in that in that first scene where we see the crew looking at uh, that event, three P already has red eyes. So, right. so we're assuming it's some sort of mode or programming that uh, that he's getting. Um, maybe three P O is getting his old memories. Remember how his memory was wiped at, wiped at the end of episode three. Hmm. So maybe three P O. Maybe they were able to recover three people's old memories, and he just, you know, his eyes turned red. So, man, that'd be the journal of the wills right there. Oh, I'm getting sweaty. I know, seriously, because it's like, you know, he witnessed everything. 
Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. It's their story. It's C-3PO and R2-D2 telling yeah. the story of Star Wars exactly. a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. So so maybe this is that. I mean, that would be that would be fantastic if, if that would be the case. So that's always pretty cool. And then uh, and then we go into the uh, Coloran versus Ray uh, fighting and the remains of the Death Star. And I think that shot was really good, Joe. Yeah, although uh, ironically enough, I don't know if you've seen that people have caught a, a little uh, a little bit of a, of a of After Effects uh, issue where uh, <laughs> there's supposed to be a shadow with Kylo Ren with his cape and there's no cape in his shadow and his reflection because of a CG, the cape and that shot. So obviously this shows you it's a special look, right? They're cleaning this thing up. It's still being worked on as we're talking about it right now. Yeah. But it, it's a great, beautiful, beautiful shot, beautiful sequence. Uh, I have some thoughts about what maybe could be going on there, considering when we jump to this next part, that that was the big showstopper at the end. Yeah, yeah. and of course, the, the big showstopper being Dark I'm going to call her Dark Ray. Yep. Because, you know, it, it, that's what, we, what we've got, right? Um, let's talk about the lightsaber first, and then we can go into when we dissected the scene and what we think yeah. that, that what could be going on. Uh, very interesting lightsaber design. Uh, at the beginning, with like the dual blade, right on, uh, on basically, uh, it's a dual bladed lightsaber, but not like Darth Maul's. Is you know basically two lightsaber blades, making like a fork sort of thing. Um, and then the lightsaber collapses, and it becomes like a more like a Darth Maul type of lightsaber. Um, first thing that I want to point out, of course, it's that is the unstable beam, uh, kind of like Kylo Ren's beam. Uh, on very own like Darth Vader's and Darth Maul's and Sidious and Dooku's uh, beam. So, yeah, I mean, did okay. So let's jump into what we dissected. Uh, this has to be some sort of vision from that Force Cave that she went into in um, in uh, Episode Eight because of what the the walls in that shot are are very very similar to the same crystal walls that she encountered in the cave where she saw the multiple rays right so that's what i think of that um i mean could be a, a future could be a past could be someone else that she's seeing i mentioned it to you it was like dude i mean for all i can tell it could be race mom because even some of the, her facial features look sort of different they don't look exactly the same but you know dark side this and that you know but a lot of speculation behind it i think it's just you know it's it's a vision uh and and that it's a vision that will have uh, a significant impact in the story so um yo what do you think man yeah i think you're right on about the vision thing i say that's probably the highest uh you know case scenario of what it's going to be I that's what most people who have talked to me that's what they think it is it's funny you said the thing about like you know it could be like a comparison or something because there are plenty of people who did look at this and their first instinct was who is that they didn't even recognize it was ray yeah. i had people message me ask me who is that person and i was like well it's ray and 
and and, and so but you know i mean we recognize it because i think it is it's pretty clear when you get that close-up face shot right when yeah. that starts with and then it cuts back to her you know wider but yes like you said obed and the darkness takes over there are some um changes right anakin looks a lot different when he starts in in end of revenge of the sith right than he did in any of the other films and even in, in the beginning of revenge of the sith yeah. so the darkness does that it could be somebody else also another theory we'll throw out there is you know, could there be some cloning going on here? Obed and I, we've talked about this off air where, you know, look, you know, maybe she really is a part of the Skywalker family, but maybe she's a clone taken from the DNA of the Skywalkers, you know, array. And that's why we don't know about the parentage situation. And is there a dark clone of her? I don't know necessarily that's the case, but it is a real possibility considering that, uh, you know, JJ's made it clear that he, he will go back a little bit more into who she actually is. Didn't say he'd undo Ryan Johnson's, uh, you know, what he did in the last movie, but he did say he would go take it a little bit further. So that could be a, a point of contention there. But to the point of, of like you said, Obed, of, of the whole vision thing, I think it, it's very clear from the, the, the narrative that they've tried to give us from these other trailers that um, they make it clear, you know, the, the Jedi, the Sith, the first order like this thing has been going on for a long time this battle every generation the legends fighting one another yeah. she's having to confront something that from the past has been has been there so look if 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 sidious is really back if 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 he is truly in, in a full form and he's is manipulating this and we know that to be the fact well then of course if he knows that there's a good chance that she could bring an end to all of this of course he's going to do like he's done with every other strong and powerful jedi trying to bring them to the dark side right maybe give them a vision of what could be you could be like this make them backtrack who they are the whole point of that cave scene in the last jedi was for her to 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 acknowledge who she really is find out what her place is in all this is the, is the statement that she says same thing with yeah. luke and when he's in the in dagobah and he's doing his training who is luke he sees his own face when, when he when he you know uh, beheads vader right in the cave this is all about finding out who you are. I think the dark side will try and can manipulate the belief of who she actually is. Yeah, and and one interesting point in the uh, uh, going back to the last Jedi is in that cave sequence, she sees herself not just herself; she sees many of herself. Right. That goes into the cloning. You know, she can be one of many, basically, and. Maybe she's like a, a, you know, genetically modified clone of uh, Anakin that that you know uh, the Emperor is trying to basically make as as its you know new vessel of sorts. So, which would be very Force unleashed. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. I'm really excited. I'm very, very excited. I mean that it. It gets me it gets me excited the music was really good yeah. again it's just it's just the same star wars music but it's just the way it's arranged it's different it's a lot more powerful and it's it was so good it's so i'm i'm really excited oh, it's star wars i'm in you know so you don't need to say uh more which by the way joe uh, today um the uh, uh galaxy's edge here at Walt disney world officially opened that's right um there was uh, only a hour and a half uh wait last time i checked tonight so not too bad but 
it, it was crazy because even even uh, I went back and checked the uh, the uh, flood of passage line, and it was the same. And it, it was like ten minutes less or something. It's not. It's nuts. That ride never. I'm not and I'm gonna be able to ever ride that flood of passage thing. It's wonderful. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, they uh, they officially opened today. So uh, so that's going on. And um, but yeah, Joe. The next thing we saw was that Mandalorian trailer. Um, I really like what I see. It feels like a not. I don't want to say sequel, but in the same vein as Rogue One, which is up there for me. So I I really really loved what I saw, man, on that one. Yeah, I agree. It's very cinematic, Obed. Uh, I I felt like I was watching a movie trailer. I did not feel like I was watching a, a, a television or or a show at all. I think it's. The quality, and we, we've heard the rumors before that Disney Plus was putting, uh, Disney in general was putting uh, the financing behind it that would rival that of HBO and, and that it would be one of the highest budgeted um, productions that they would have. And from the footage we saw, I'm like, yeah, that definitely looks like it because that opening shot right away, I was like, oh my gosh, if I was in a movie theater and I saw this, I would go and watch the movie. Yeah, seriously. I think this is a lot more interesting that just having that that Boba Fett movie that they wanted to give us after yeah. like, like we would, we would have gotten that Boba Fett movie sometime this year, I think, um, which <sighs> I mean, I'm glad they didn't do that. Um, maybe uh, for sure, Boba Fett's going to be connected to the Mandalorian and what hap- what's happening in that, you know, series of events and whatnot. But I'm just glad that it's not a movie. I'm glad it's not, Boba Fett. I mean, who knows? He may be Boba Fett inside that costume, but we don't know right now, right? I guess we'll find out sometime next year because uh, Disney Plus is not going to give you all episodes ahead of time. It's going to be an episode a week, and this is said to be, I believe, a ten episode series. If I'm not wrong, right? A ten or thirteen, I can't recall, but you're you're right there. And like I said, it's week to week, which I like because Obed. Then, like, I feel like with Netflix, when you had that binge going on, like it's cool, it's great that you can do that. But like, then if you if you didn't finish watching it when you when you you know when you go to your office the next day, you're on your lunch break and you're talking, you know, when you're <laughs> at you know, where maybe it's kids at school, or whatever. If you didn't finish it all, then it's like, oh geez, you know, I'm behind. But if you're but if you you watch it week to week, every week it's another conversation. Star Wars is just going to keep being talked about. It's good for the brand. It's good for yeah. Disney in general. So it's a smart move, in my opinion. I'm fine with it. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I think it's a smart move for the service. I mean, it's a new service, so they don't have to give you everything up front. And and that's great because they're gonna keep coming. They're they're gonna basically get you in for three months at least, you know, with that. And they're gonna keep you going back every week. And every week you'll find something different, you know, whether it be this or the Marvel programming that we're gonna talk about a little bit. Um, but I'm I'm excited about the Mandalorian. I I, I really really like what I saw. It's, it's gritty, and I like that grittiness that it had. You know, but. Basically, you get you know uh, some some dude getting sliced in half by a door and people getting frozen in carbonite. That shot at the beginning with the with a, a stormtrooper helmets on pikes was just really strong. And yeah, man, I like it. I like it. I agree. I agree. Death troopers too, which are back, and that's awesome. So, I'm glad they're keeping that 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 whole consistency there. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I really like it. So, and of course, this is, you know, what, what's left of the Empire. Uh, well, they're, they're trying to set up, and this was said before, uh, they're, they're trying to set up basically the, the fall, from the fall of the Empire to the rise of the First Order. So we'll see what happened in that time frame, and I'm really excited for that. Yeah, Joel, and final news regarding Star Wars that we're going to talk about a little bit here. There's not much to talk about, but this is the one that has me the most excited because we've been talking about this for what months oh now. Gosh. Oh, for a long. Actually, it was one of the earliest episodes of of our sh- of our sh- of our no load time. I think it was maybe like episode ten or something like that that we literally talked about this. Yeah. So, Obi Wan Kenobi series confirmed. Uh, it's not a movie. It is a series, uh, or they're calling it a a limited series. Uh, So basically, it's going to be sort of like what The Mandalorian is. Uh, Although The Mandalorian is said to have multiple seasons, um, this is basically a a short uh, sort of uh, mini-series sort of thing called Kenobi because he he no longer goes by Obi-Wan. He hasn't heard that name in a long, long time. Um, so yeah, and it's confirmed that Ian McGregor's back as 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 Obi Wan. I'm gonna keep calling him Obi Wan. I don't care because he's Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, man, I am super excited. Yeah, it. I mean, it's this is what, I, what they said is gonna start filming early next year. So this is probably like a late 2020, maybe early 2021 thing. But I am really excited, Joe. I am so happy that this is happening. Um, and this is set uh, sort of like the same time that Solo is going on, the Solo movie that came out, uh, which is about nine years after um, Revenge of the Sith. Um, so, yeah. Joe, what's, what's, there, what's there not to like about this one, man? Well, hello there. It's it's definitely going to be a must-watch right away the second these things drop. And I'm assuming they're going to keep that week-to-week with this as well. Like, man, we waited a long time. I definitely wanted a movie. I always pictured this thing as being a movie because I didn't think um, television would do justice necessarily, right, because of the way the state of television has been. But we're in such a new day and such a new, new time that like we're talking about with the Mandalorian, the quality of these of yeah. these productions are just so good that I actually prefer this now. Like knowing that this is the option, knowing that this is what they're doing, I prefer this to be the venue for me to enjoy Obi Wan um, because I get to see a lot of things, fill a lot of gaps being filled in. Um, they have not been much clearer because obviously, like this is just a, a straight announcement. They were trying to rush through other things for D twenty three. But what everyone does know is that, yeah, it like you said, Obed, the timeline is directly after uh, during that time, you know, with the solo. However, it's not clear that it's going to stay in that time. I believe that these episodes could maybe even make some time jumps at certain points. Uh, you know, I could easily see them, you know, catching up and maybe remaking that scene in Rebels with, with some closure there. Maybe kind of lead into that. Maybe make a time jump right up until before, you know, we see, which is in Rebels as well. You know, we see you know, young master Skywalker, you know, like there's, there's a real, there's a real possibility that this will 
let us get um, holes filled in between time and maybe even present more questions that look, if this, if the series does really well, if Kathleen decides we want to do a little something more, they can, but at this point we're going to get um, the main things that we've been asking for to be seen, I believe. Uh, and, and there's a lot to be told. I, Obi-Wan was out there for a long time. So, so Obed, you know, the, the Qui-Gon teachings, um, yeah. The, as again, Rebels is canon. It's it's very clear that Maul and Kenobi have been, you know, looking for each other for a long time. You know, there's some things going on there. Obed can't wait. Yeah, uh, I'm really excited for this one, man. It's uh, again, we've said it before. You know, Obi Wan is is my favorite character. He's your favorite Star Wars character as well. So I am looking forward to this one for sure, man. Yep. Joe, we got a few Marvel news that dropped, um, a couple of announcements. Uh, the, made, the biggest one for now being that Black, Black Panther 2 is uh, set to be released in May 2022. So it's quite a bit uh, you know, far away right, at the moment. I think this is good because they're, they're going to let their, um, their Disney Plus cinematic universe play out and 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 we'll get we'll get you know definitely content in between that time, but I really like the approach that they're they're using where the the next two years is basically all TV right, and then we're gonna get and then we're go, going back into the the cinematic universe as, as it is. Um, I, I'm glad because this gives them some some time to hopefully get together with the you know spidey people and fix it you know it's plenty of time so um so that's good so yeah man what do you think of that you know release date and, and the timing and whatnot yeah so 2018 is when we had the first black panther movie this is now for may 2022 meaning four years later that on, on paper that sounds like wow it's a really long time but when you understand the way the marvel cinematic universe is moving like you talked about over the d uh, the Disney Plus stuff that's going to be coming out in between on top of the films that we're getting. What they're, the way I interpret it is that they're giving time for these things to breathe. Like if they wanted to, let's be real a little bit. If they really wanted to, they could put this movie out sooner. Oh, if yeah. they really wanted to, they could have four Marvel films come out a year. They wouldn't even be like struggling to do it if they really wanted to. But they're smart about these things, right? This is Kevin Feige we're talking about. He's not going to just rush into these things. He's got some finesse series, knows what he's trying to do. And his goal right now is to expand the universe, introduce some new people, um, not just make, you know, not just make back to back. You don't need to do that, right? Yes, I would love to see Black Panther soon, but guess what? It's coming. That's all the fans needed to know. So that's really great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's great to know that at least it's being worked on. Everyone's going to be in this. Uh, I, I'm, there's not much information aside from it being Black Panther 2. That's exactly what they put there. You know, Obed, I would love to see uh, this be something where maybe even Namor is in here. And a lot of fans have talked about that for a while. The Two Kings. Uh, there's, there's so much they can do with Black Panther 2. So they got plenty of time to tell that story. Hopefully, it will uh, also connect to the larger plans that they have. And maybe that's why, uh, you know, most of the stuff that goes past uh, even this 2022 date has just not been um, alluded to much. It really is a lot of question marks. So yeah. it will be revealed in time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we got some Eternals uh, news. Uh, not not 
too nothing too too crazy. There's some custom reveals, and um, they said that uh, Kit Harrington, uh, Kit Harrington, right? That's right. From he's Game of Thrones is gonna be now. Yeah, so he's gonna be in the Black um, Knight. Yep, he'll be the Black Knight. So he will be in the film as well. And and then the Disney Plus stuff, man, because they had you know one division. I believe that's coming day one, right? Or no? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, one division. They announced She Hulk, which is very interesting. That's if if they do if they do She Hulk in a very in a goofy way. I and also they said one division is going to be more of a sitcom. It's like it's going to be like Friends or something. You know, it's going to yeah. going to be interesting. Um, but if they do She Hulk like. You know, you got this lawyer at this thing, and every once in a while, you know, she gets to flip a cable and do a suplex or something. And yeah, that'd be great, man. Very pretty. If they they play into the goofiness of She Hulk, um, I think I think this would be really entertaining. Yeah. So for a while, it was rumored the other stuff that that was also announced. We'll talk about the two other shows, but those shows were rumored for a while. But like right before the stuff was announced. There was a rumor that Hulk was going to be coming to Disney Plus, and uh, I was yeah, I not. That. I was not crazy about that news. I was like, I, "There's no need to do that." Um, to me, that kind of downplays what what's been going on, especially after the events of Endgame. Let let it breathe, let it be. We're good. We don't need to see Hulk for a little bit. Um, so this was a great surprise. I didn't see this coming. Oh, bad. I don't know about you, but know. knowing that this is what they're doing. She's still a part of the universe. Like, if they really want to pull her into the films, Feige, it's very clear Feige's in control of the Disney Plus stuff. Like, this is not run by Jeff Loeb. It's not uh, run by, by, by these other guys, right? So, um, Luis Desposito, like, they're not, they're not a part of this. This is, this is primarily run by Feige. So, he's keeping that same cinematic universe connections, right? So, um, I think She-Hulk... Like you said, Obed, it done a small screen is absolutely easily possible. She's one of the more um, she's one of the characters that doesn't when she hulks out. She's not going to be, you know, just this massive brunt. She's a very intelligent person. She yeah. keeps her, her her regular um, speaking patterns and, and, and mannerisms just with the strength. So yeah, it it makes sense for the small screens. It's good. Yeah, and the the other one that they announced that I'm interested interested in is Miss Marvel with uh kamala yeah. khan so uh, yeah that, that's cool there's uh no that one's like super tbd that one seems to be quite a bit away uh so the, that's probably we'll probably find out next year about you know on next d23 maybe we'll see something yeah. um so this one's probably uh, you know at least a year away um but it's it's in the works so yeah. Yeah. yeah, they got a, they have a showrunner, so they're, they're they're it's not like they just announced like we're doing this. They are really working on. It. They just didn't have anything further to announce. Casting is going to be crucial. They're going to have to make sure they get the right you know Pakistani actress. It's cool. The, the we talked about this uh, um, after a whole H. I told you I said you know Marvel's new superpower is diversity. So it's pretty interesting to see what they're doing here. Yeah, yeah. So man, overall the the entirety of of, of Disney Plus is again is a is a day one get. I mean, there's no going around it, in my opinion. Um, you know, I'm already making, I'm already shuffling stuff around because I, I, I got a few subscriptions already, and I wanna, I wanna just go ahead and, um, and, and just consolidate, if you wanna, if you wanna call it that. Um, Joe, let's go ahead and take a quick break. And we, yeah, go ahead, man. Just one last thing, guys. Moon Knight yep. was also announced. It's crazy. There's so many things we talked about. Night was also another TBD. We've got stuff, but we'll be back like Obis said after this break. Yep, we'll be right back, guys.
We have returned. Joe, yeah, so Moon Knight. <laughs> Uh, that was very interesting. That was a very interesting uh, uh, a choice there for, for Disney to, or Marvel to explore. Rather obscure character. I, I've, I know of Moon Knight. Um, I know that he has some, some time travel sort of ability, uh, but that's pretty much all I know. I, I'm not super familiar with, with the character, uh, but it's very interesting. It's from the ancient gods of Egypt. So it's like, it's still grounded, but it is also supernatural too. So, you know, he might be, he, I don't know. I, I get a weird suspicion. This might end up being one of the biggest surprises on Disney plus of being like a really good, good series. This could be something very special a bit. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely going to check it out. So, you know, we'll, we'll see on that. Um, you know, and then Disney had a bunch of stuff uh, regarding their uh, their parks. Uh, they uh, unveiled the Avengers Campus that's going to be uh, over at Disneyland. And uh, this is taking over the, I think, the Bugs Life area of, is it, called, is it still called Paradise Pier or whatever it's called? Not sure. Yeah, uh, that, that park, man. That, that park's so weird. I've been watching a lot of videos of, about how that park came to be and, and how rough it was for the first couple of years and how attendance was terrible and the rides weren't good and, and all that stuff. So it's, it's a very interesting story, man. You should definitely check it out. But yeah, that got announced over at Disneyland. Unfortunately, here we cannot have a more, uh, an Avengers campus. I mean, we already have a Marvel superhero themed area at Islands of Adventure and that's pretty much going to be it for the foreseeable future. There's no not going to be any changes on that. Um, but I mean Disney still they're still cashing in on that on that licensing so it doesn't really matter. Um, but, I, but I bet that they definitely want to bring characters to the parks which they will when Gar Guardians of the Galaxy opens which is under a, a totally separate uh, sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty interesting. Uh, you know, of course, Galaxy's Edge and then, you know, the other ride that's opening uh, as it Rise of the First Order. Rise uh, of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance, yeah. So that's uh, December 5th here. That's right. I think mid-January at Disneyland. And, um, and Epcot is basically getting an entire overhaul, which is awesome. Epcot is a fantastic park. It um, needs it. It definitely needs it. Um, uh, it. It's been rough and it, it's been sad. Like the last time I went to Epcot, then I talked about it on the podcast. Oh, yeah. That um, Epcot used to be such a, a magical place and such a, a, a magical experience for me going in and going into, you know, me being a giant nerd, going into the Japan Pavilion and, and seeing all these things that you couldn't buy anywhere else. But now you basically can buy all this stuff, you know, at, you know, an Asian supermarket or, you know, order it online and, you know, sort of lost a lot of its, a lot of its mystique and uh, over the years. And, you know, you had the, the interventions were just not good anymore. And, it was depressing. It was depressing. It was not, it's not great. Uh, that last time that I went, it was like, 
I don't, I don't know. I, I just felt really sad. But, you know, nonetheless, it's a fantastic place. But after this overhaul is done, Joe, this is going to be like a, like, this is like going to be like top tier stuff because they're adding three, four more rides. They're overhauling the entirety of the first area of the park, uh, a complete refurb on Spaceship Earth. So, and they're now dividing the park into, um, vi- what was it? Is it villages or something? They, they use a world, word. world discovery, world, world this, the worlds. Yeah. So using, uh, using that, that world, um, theming for each area and bringing back the classic ride logos, like back in the day when, when Epcot was first open up until, uh, I want to say mid nineties when they changed from Epcot center to just Epcot. And um, they're adding a, a Walt Disney statue, uh, the, the whole redesign of, of what, what is future world now sort of looks more like, like, like the original vision for the park. So very interesting stuff, man. I, I'm really excited for that. And that's like happening right now. And it's going to be done by 2021, right? Like yeah, there's a, they're, they're moving quick, dude. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of stuff that's coming by next year. Like there's like the Moana thing supposed to be like next year and Ratatouille supposed to be like next year. And then there's, you know, other things that, you know, TBD, like, you know, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. That will be, uh, we don't know when we'll see the, the like you said, the Spaceship Earth renovations. But yeah, like, well, the Spaceship Earth renovations, because uh, Spaceship Earth is set to close uh, at the end of this year. Right. And it's going to be closed for about a year and a half. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so however long. 2020. Take. Yeah. So all of 2020, maybe they'll open before summer 2021, uh, which is when Guardians, I think, is scheduled to open summer 2021. So, yeah, man, it's awesome. I mean that that new the new setup they have is really nice. Yeah, it's great. The one the one thing that gets people like us also there's a lot of things that are really cool, but gets people like us really interested is that new uh, play experience area where there's going to have basically like a gaming kind of area um, that we're not entirely sure where that's going to be. That's going to be would, at the wonder uh, the wonders of life pavilion. Dude, I would love to see them eventually announce like a partnership with like. Obviously, Nintendo got with, you know, with Universal, maybe like Sony with PlayStation or something, dude, and bring something special. Do you think they're going to go into partnership with Sony? A man can dream, dude. <laughs> if they can get the deal with Spider-Man back, maybe we can have PlayStation 4s. I don't know. Man. I mean, could you imagine they having a partnership and then, you know, because of, of them being <laughs> able to secure some sort of deal with Spider-Man, right. I was like, oh, we'll now have PlayStation in the parks and... Uh, and that would be the, you know, whatever play area presented by PlayStation. I mean, it's a no-brainer, dude. It was like Interventions presented by Sega back in the day. Right. That was awesome, bro. I mean, if there's a brand right now that should do that, it's definitely PlayStation. They don't, right. they don't really need it, right? But, no. But you're out there, right? You're out there and you're putting your brand out there. And any partnership with Disney, it's, you know, it's good exposure. So um, look at Kodak. I mean, how long did Kodak survive just on the crutches of, of being partnered with Disney? You know, they take exactly. like a good 10 years, man. So, you know, Kodak is basically, you know, a, a shell of its former self. And, you know, Disney doesn't have that partnership anymore. But you know, that used to be a big, big deal. 
uh, back in the day when Kodak was sponsoring uh, basically all of the Disney parks and and most of their like the, their their entry shops and all their camera shops and everything you know was sponsored by Kodak. So it, it you know if they're able to secure that. Um, and they're mixing uh, Record Ralph with that as well. I mean, right. Sega, dude, because Sega, the the way that Sega's been doing lately, you know, with the game quality, putting the product out there, they they can definitely they can definitely go back to Disney and sponsor. Yeah, I mean, just imagine like a special VR experiences they can do or some man like interactive stuff, man. I, I don't know. That play area has me really interested. Sponsored by 2K. You'll get to you get slot, slot machines, Joe. We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> Joe fainted over there. It's like, it's like having a heart attack. It's heart palpitations. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for a pot. Uh, Joe got the final trailer for the joke. That's right. Um... I, I I really like that. You know that I really love that first trailer. You were you were fifty fifty on that one. What do you think of this last one, man? I think this trailer is a lot better than that one. And I, it's not that I didn't think the other one was bad. That's like you're right. You know, I was it was one of the things that it didn't do anything to make me have to go out and buy the ticket. It was like okay, cool, this movie's coming. This one made me more like okay, I like. I like what I'm seeing. I like the madness. I like the, cause I feel like the first one was more so like uh, a, a, an empathy kind of like the Joker's empathy party. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm not sorry. That's necessarily the Joker story. I want to see if I'm going to see it. Not that I asked for this. Right. But like this, what they show me here is like a man on the rise. When he says like, do you not hear yourself? You say the same thing over and over and over. All I have is negative thoughts. Like he's yeah. like, like this is the the chaos of the Joker. Like some men just want to see the world burn. That's the Joker I want to see, right? Yeah. Let the let it let him loose, let him crazy, let the hinges off. So yeah, I'm 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 a fan of this trailer. What it what it what highlighted just that nice balance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, after after he got that sick burn from De Niro, it was like, oh, he's done. He's dead, dude. <laughs> that was hilarious, though. I'm not so gonna lie. Dead. Yeah, well, I'm actually um, gonna laugh in this movie, dude. I'm I'm gonna laugh. It's funny. Dude, so I heard that um, that that is a callback to another De Niro movie, I think called The Last Comic, or I can't remember. But it's a callback to another De Niro, De Niro movie. It's like it's like a play by play, like exactly the same thing. So um, uh, yeah, dude, uh, it, it, it's it's creepy. It's it's deep. Like this is gonna be very deep character exploration. Um, I think what I what what I what I thought what I talked to you about in the past, where you know maybe something happens where you know maybe he's this is him all along and he's been just living a lie sort of thing. So you know we we see a scene where uh, where he, his mother's in the hospital with an oxygen mask. Maybe she's the reason why he's not unhinged because he just doesn't want to disappoint his mom. He's just being, right. being, you know, a good son. But once those chains are broken, you know, and just, you know, the, now I can be myself. And that's when, when the, the, the thing starts. And, um, uh, yeah, it, it, it's deep. Like it's a, it's a, like if you put both trailers together, 
Um, you can definitely tell that this is going to be a very deep character exploration. Joe, is there a runtime on this movie or not yet? Not been announced. I was I was looking at it uh, just the other day with with someone else, and I was like, "Well, let's look at the runtime on my app. Zero minutes long." I'm like, well, this movie clearly won't be shorter than the trailer. So, we'll <laughs> see when they announce it, I think they'll probably still do some last minute edits, which we'll see. I mean, you know, yeah, the Warner's got they they need something something big. They do. They it's, do. Award winning. We don't know. There's yeah. There's very positive buzz on um you know around this and and you know. There's talks of, you know, Phoenix again getting, you know, nominated for an Oscar in this, you know, for this one for playing Joker. So we'll see. Uh, I mean, if there's a movie, if they play it well, we know the movie's going to be violent. We know the movie's going to be gritty. Um, if they play the characters well, if they do a deep character exploration on the Joker and not just, not just the Joker, but this movie definitely has some... It's it's gonna have some you know politics. It's gonna have some things there. You know, uh, maybe you know critique on society and these things. And and a theme that was persistent on on this trailer, Joel, it was people not wanting to laugh because there's, there's the the lady in the bus is like, hey, stop bothering my son, my kid. You know that they don't. He he doesn't want to laugh. We get the very serious social worker. Uh, we get the no one's laughing now thing. We get a very serious Thomas Wayne. So no one wants to laugh. And, and that's a, you know, maybe a, a, a thing on how people are just too serious all the time and not wanting to laugh. And maybe that's a play on that. But um, but that also seemed to be a persistent theme on, on, on this trailer. So, uh, yeah, curious to see what... We- which to your point, that whole thing right there. I mean, dude, that I kept. I've been talking about the Killing Joke, and as I compare this movie a lot, and what's the one thing that he that he wants in the whole movie? I just want you to laugh. That's Joker. Yeah, it's gonna be it's see. gonna be crazy, man. We shall see. I'm excited. I'm excited. Joel, there's two uh, two small gaming announcements that we're gonna touch, and then we're gonna talk to. Uh, Going a little bit of a subject here, but we're not going to spend too much time on that either. Uh, just to, we don't want to walk a fine line, if you know what I mean. So Wisdom. <laughs> uh, Mega Man Zero Collection, that got announced for PS4. And um, this is based, basically the Mega Man Zero games that came out for Game Boy Advance and DS, um, along with the Mega Man ZX games that came out for the DS. So this is... Mega Man Zero, one, two, and three that came out for GBA, four that came out for the DS, uh, Mega Man ZX, and ZX Advent that came out for the DS. And those games are pretty good, man. That's a very, very solid collect- collection there. Um, I really like. Did you? Did you? We have the chance to watch the trailer, Joe. I did. Okay. Um, do you notice how they did the uh, the DS stuff with the second screen? Yeah, that yeah. was very very interesting. So I'm curious to see how exactly you can maneuver there. But I mean, it's a no brainer to have it on your touchpad, and you just like press your touchpad, and then you access that screen, and then you can do whatever you need to do. That's genius, man. Um, it's, yeah, it's crazy, dude. All all platforms like this is coming out on Switch, PlayStation Four, Windows PC, Xbox One, January twenty first, twenty twenty. That's that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's good. I mean, that means that those games are not lost forever because, again, 
those were a bunch of games that that I personally thought were lost forever, especially being DS games. Although we've seen DS games come back uh, with like The World Ends With You coming back to Switch and and Phoenix Wright. Um, those games are out on, on pretty much everything now. So um, that's a pretty good collection. Those games are really, really good, especially if you're into Mega Man X because they're... Uh, they basically they they tie directly into the ending of Mega Man X Five, so it's like basically starts right when that game ends, and um, they're they're good. They're just overall good games. Uh, and then I think the Advent games take place like I think it's like four hundred years after Zero. It's it's crazy, but you know it, it, it's fun. I have ZX Advent on DS, and it's it's really good. It's a really fun game. Uh, very different from old Mega Man games, and not that hard. It's still challenging, but not not crazy, crazy hard. So, um, highly recommend this ones. And the other ones, Joel, is the Aladdin and Lion King that yeah, came really? out. Yep, that came out for Sega Genesis. That's coming out this fall for thirty dollars on pretty much everything again. And those were two games that I thought were lost forever because those games were developed by Virgin Interactive back in the day. Um, just to make it clear, this is the Aladdin for the Genesis, not the one for the SNES. The one for the SNES was developed by Capcom. Um, actually, was directed by Chinji Mikami, creator of Resident Evil. So um, that game is not included on this collection. This is the Sega Genesis version and the Game Boy version for Aladdin and the Super Nintendo Genesis and Game Boy versions for The Lion King. So that one does have all three because they're the same game. Um, the, uh, the Aladdin was a, a very different game on both consoles, um, but the Genesis version was the one that's fondly remembered because it had that very smooth animation that um, I, I believe Virgin Interactive actually um, went to Disney and, and asked them, how can we make pixel art look like hand-drawn animation? And Disney helped with animating the game. Um, and that's why that game looks so good. So the animation on that game is, is phenomenal. Um, you know, for a Genesis game, is very, very impressive. Um, the Lion King is a good game. Uh, I don't think it's a great game, but it's hard. <laughs> it's really challenging. Uh, I, I, I remember that I actually beat the game back in the day because um, I remember renting it and, and just played it played through. It's hard. It's really hard, but, uh, but you know, not, not impossible. But, but uh, the same thing with uh, Lion King is very well animated. The sound is really good on, on both versions of that game. So uh, if these are games that you never checked out and you're into Disney games, yeah, I highly recommend it. Especially just for that Aladdin, man. That game is great. It's real good. Um, Joel, as I mentioned earlier, um, NBA 2K20, uh, you know, NBA 2K20 has. Uh, a, a, a sort of loot box mechanic on it that is uh, problematic is, is probably the right word. Um, especially with all the uh, loot box and all the discussion that's been around loot boxes, um, you know, that started with Battlefront 2. You know, that was the big one where people were like, wait, this is crazy. How can you do this thing? Um, I don't know what were what they what what they were thinking when they designed this, you know, mode. 
but in essence is basically you get packs like you're getting packs of cards right uh when you buy your uh your trading cards you know your tops cards and you get you know a starter pack and then you get a pack and you get upgrades on that so and that's fine you know that's like a that that is more like a regular loot box uh model um, but then they introduce a, a, a sort of like casino mechanic where it's basically it, it's a slot machine, dude. It's like there's no they're not they're not hiding it. It is straight up a slot machine with a lever and everything. And, and you just basically pull the lever and you can get, you know, your bonus thing or, or whatever points, care, you know, a player, uh, whatever. Um, Joe. I, you don't you know how I sort of feel about about two k in general, and you know how I feel about loot boxes. But what do you think of this thing? <laughs> yeah, I I I was surprised at how obvious, like how blunt. There's no hiding it. They're just straight up, no shame. I mean, they they show you they 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 give you what it would feel like. They, they the, the the trailer or whatever it is, the promotion for it. Um, makes you see exactly what it's going to feel like. And the guy's covering his eyes. Oh, I hope I get this. Like you're saying, like a casino kind of situation, right? I'm very curious uh, as to see, will this fly? Because like, if, 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 if it does, then it's like, what what's, makes this different than some of the other things? What's the response from the community, right? Like that's another thing that's going to be interesting. Because if the community feels like, yeah, it's fine that I got this thing, but... I'm getting, um, I'm getting extra to say it's extra VC just because I'm, I got lucky on the slot machines and I'm better than the next guy just because of that alone. Well, people are going to say that's unfair. That's just not, that's simply an unfair advantage. So these are things that I, I am curious to see, Obed, how it really turns out. That does it make you feel like you earned it? That was the, the the things that we talked about with loot boxes, right? Like it's one thing to yeah. have the the add-ons that that expand the experience. It's another thing that make you have a, a better experience. That's a danger. Yeah, yeah. And then we're going back to Battlefront and the whole thing, you know, that oh, this is like basically like gambling and it's for kids and this thing. This game is even rated E. I mean, it that that's the thing. Yeah. That's the problem. And I think that they're uh, definitely going to have an issue with the ESA now that this thing is public they, and the game is out. I mean, th that's the thing, right? The game is out, basically. And, you know, what's the ESA... Uh, what's the ESA going to do? I mean, it, are they going to want them to not release these features? Or are they want them to, you know, just hide these features, remove them? I don't know. Uh, you know, basically get their game reserted, go through certification and, and have M4 Mature because of gambling. You know, I have, um, there's uh, one of the Persona games that I have. Um, I can't remember if it was, you know, four or five, but um, it's, you know, uh, on the rating, you know, they're both rated M, but it has like gambling on, on the thing, you know, sure. uh, on the description. So, um, and 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 they and they're not loot boxes. It's just that you're basically doing like a you know gambling thing that you're basically going into this place and and doing this thing, right? It's not even it's not even a an actual game mechanic. It's just something that happens in in game, and and it's still there, you know. 
uh and this is this is straight up like this is a lot it's a slot machine dude that's what that's what what was crazy to me it wasn't it wasn't like battlefront right where you get a crate and you get different things this is straight up a slot machine pull the lever get your stuff and there was one other mini game that was straight up a pachinko game yeah. which is also you know sort of gambling so um man I, I i don't know um i don't know if this is gonna you know fly by the esa I, i'm pretty sure that the esrb is already are already looking into this thing um but again yeah going back like you said uh the how's the community reacting to this uh you know what i'm, I'm gonna go on youtube real quick and i'm gonna see how many dislikes this video has <laughs> so um yeah if you if you don't mind uh yeah. filling up filling dead air yeah no it's it's totally understandable obed like i mean you know i think people after the ea situation became very um picky about loot boxes and the systems behind it and it became a hot name so anything regarding this type of um hint of even these kinds of mechanics this one to me like you said obed seems way more obvious uh, than than anything else, but uh, you know, how, like how do they how do they how do they feel that they can be so confident about this? What gives them those assurances? Maybe we'll have comments about it later. Maybe they'll talk to the executives over over at this uh, from from the two K team, right? That made this game. I'd love to hear more insight on it because it's it's definitely going to be something that we, we we were reporting on now, right? Like what what is and what we've seen and telling people to go check it out for themselves. The game comes out, I believe next week, if I'm not mistaken, but it's, it's like with that being the case, the game's like, the game's basically out Can <laughs> that much. Like, I mean, I don't know. So hold on, hold on to your, hold on to your, hold on to your, to your pantalones here, man. Um, <laughs> it, this video has 198 likes and 23,000 dislikes wow right now wow that's that's the community right there wow so so bro i don't know i mean uh yeah and and you look on youtube and it's like oh my god uh you know gambling oh slot machines and you know wtf and this and that so um i i'm pretty sure that they 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 there have to there there's have to be a um th there has to be a change. I don't think this is gonna. In my opinion, Joe. I mean, it's it's hard to say, but I I I do not approve of this sort of mechanic, and and I I don't like it. I'm not I'm not a fan at all. Um, and then that, I could say it, you know, for 2K, and I could say it for Battlefront, and I could say it for Street Fighter, and I could say it for any game that i that i would play so um it's rough it's rough they're in a in a, in a rough spot hopefully they'll, they'll figure it out and you know before the the government jumps in um because the esa does a great job at, at, at keeping the government away from games so um before they jump in um i'm, I'm sure that there's gonna there's there there's gonna be some changes here so uh, i guess we'll we'll figure out or, or we'll know what's gonna happen in the next few weeks here so um joe that's what we got man that's right we want to go ahead and plug us in again next week unfortunately we are not going to have an episode uh we will see how it is over here in florida for the following week hopefully my room doesn't get damaged got two windows right here 
I'm, I'm hoping for the best. So, um, yeah, Joel, go ahead and plug us in, man. Absolutely, guys. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to us here on the show. We want to invite you to stay connected with us. So go ahead and subscribe to the show. Uh, subscribe to No Low Time on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Also, make sure you're a subscriber to our video version here on YouTube. Make sure to follow us on our social media at No Low Time. That's at No Low Time for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. You can see when we drop our latest episodes. Stay informed, especially as we give updates in relation to the storm. That's about to hit us to make sure we can uh, record our next episode, as Obed said. Uh, also, we want to invite you guys to send emails, send your feedback. Well, we appreciate everything that we hear from you guys. No Low Time at gmail.com. That's No Low Time at gmail.com. Thank you so much, guys. Keep watching, keep rocking with us, and may the force be with you. See you guys whenever we get back. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs>